0: Welcome to a special edition of Clashing Sabers. I am one of your hosts, Brandon Boylan, and I am not here with Drew, nor am I here with Lindsay, because we are here with someone who is cooler than all of us right now, and that is Adriana. Adriana, what's going on?
1: Hi, and I, I scratch that. That's not, um, <laughs> excuse you, just because I get to do one thing that you guys don't, that doesn't make me cooler.
0: <laughs> it does in my book. You're like the, the kid who gets to choose who sits at their lunch table, and we're just hoping that you're going to choose us so you can tell us how great it is.
1: Okay, well,
0: when you put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this special release is going to be covering Galaxy's Edge. We, of course, did a uh, a long panel on that prior to the release. But Adriana is actually the first one amongst us to be able to go to Galaxy's Edge. And we wanted to kind of give you a uh, a first-person insight. So, Adriana, did you go on opening day or you went a couple days after opening day?
1: Um. Well, okay. I did not have a reservation for opening day, but I did go to the parks on opening day, which I'm really glad I did because they were giving out um, these commemorative maps. And um, they're really, I know it's like really dorky, but they're really, really nice maps. A really good collector's item. Um, If you're into that sort of thing, they're super glossy. They've got like... It's got texture, like in different parts, and it's it's just a nice memento. So I was glad I got to get uh, that. And then they also had some like outside for guests that were not in Batu. They had different like photo op- opportunities. So you hit, they had these like little signs that some of them said. Uh, smugglers Wanted or Join the Resistance or, or The First Order Wants You. I didn't take any of those because I'm firmly in the resistance camp. <laughs> but um, <laughs> uh, but so it was nice to have those things. And also, um, it was really nice because the park, the actual park, was pretty empty. Uh, I got to walk onto a lot of rides that uh, I haven't been able to walk on in quite a while. Um, I've had a pass for a really long time, and it just seems every year more and there's more and more people going, so the wait times are longer and longer. And this is the first time in a while that, like, I got to walk straight onto Star Tours. Oh, that doesn't wow. usually, ha- yeah, that doesn't usually happen anymore. Um, the only ride really that had like a long wait was Hyperspace Mountain, which is of course something I wanted to do. But I didn't get to do uh, just because the wait was 80 minutes and the fast pass we got was at the end of the night and um, at the end of the night, the ride ha- had gone down and it wasn't coming back up again. So uh, that's the only thing that sucked about that day.
0: <laughs> so you kind of got like a uh, a prelude. Did it Did it take over, like did Galaxy's Edge kind of take over that whole area? where you were at with, like, Star Tours and Hyperspace Mountain?
1: Um, well, okay. It's pretty interesting because Galaxy's Edge is nowhere near. They're, like, on opposite ends of the park. Hmm. Uh, yeah, so um, for anybody who's familiar with Disneyland, um, so when you go down into Main Street, you can make a left, which takes you to, um, like, Indiana Jones, um, Adventureland, pretty much, uh, and then and then you can take a right and that takes you to Tomorrowland and then kind of on the left-hand side but towards the back of the park that's where Galaxy's Edge is and it's there, there's an opening in um Critter Country by Hungry Bear and that's where we got let into when I did get my reser- when I did go for my reservation date
0: so let's let's go to that then and you're walking through the entrance of Galaxy's Edge into Batuu into A galaxy far far away what was it like walking through that entrance did you feel like you're walking into a theme park or was it more of a uh religious experience
1: oh uh can we talk about just one thing first yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay so when you get your reservation uh you have to check in two hours before uh Yeah. So it's, uh, I had an 8 PM to 12 reservation. Uh, we got there at six, we went straight to the launch bay. It was really fast, very streamlined. Um, so we weren't waiting for more than maybe 10, uh, 15 minutes. And then, so you have an opportunity to go into the, to the parks and do stuff, or you can just go and wait. Um, like most people probably do. I didn't, um, we went on some rides first, um, because I they were like, well, if you go at this time, you're going to be waiting, and if you just go at 8, they'll let you just ride in, so um, uh, I we kind of went a little bit early, like maybe 7.45-ish, uh, so we were kind of in the front to get let in. What, um,
0: was it like, because I saw the stuff for opening day, and of course, there was a like pretty much shoulder to shoulder, uh, people walking in. Was it like that or was it a little more spread out?
1: Uh, it was definitely like that. Um, they had, uh, it was, it was interesting because it felt almost, um, this, this process felt the most unorganized out of everything. Um, because like I said, we got there around 745, um, And there was a cast member who's like, okay, we're ready for you guys. And then like, so we went to go and then they're like, wait, wait, wait. And we had to like step back, move out of the way because people were coming out. Um, And so it, yeah, it felt a little disorganized, but I mean, it really, it wasn't that bad. Um, Just because I've, I've been to Disneyland and, and knowing how people can get, um, I wasn't. I wasn't upset or anything, um, but the way they take you the the way they take you in is not um, is not the way that they make it seem. Um, I don't know if you were ever got to see the models of Galaxy's Edge. Uh, yeah, I saw. I saw
0: pictures. One. I didn't see it in person.
1: Yeah, there was. There's this entrance where it's like a like a rock, and you're going walking through under the rock, and. Uh, if you've been to Disneyland, there that where that was that opening, that's where they had future locations of Galaxy's Edge, and they had the mural there. And so I, every time I walked past that, I was like, oh, I'm gonna get to walk through Galaxy's Edge, in um through this way, and I was really excited about it. But they take you in another way, um, which is not bad. Um, it's really cool. Like there's, it's just really long and there, they, there's like forests and there's, um, music, not music, but like sound effects going. You can hear like maybe, uh, radio like interference of like different resistance, um, talking about their ships. And then there's like the ambiance of like, um, I don't know forest creatures <laughs> so,
0: so is this, it's is this still outside or is this like an indoor thing
1: so no no no. you're outside and okay, you're walking okay. into into batu and you can hear like like animals in the in the forest you can hear like i said the um like radio interference i guess is the right word i don't know it's like you can hear them uh, you can hear people like talking over radio like about Different things. Um, And then when you, they stop you right before you get in, right before you get into Batu, which is, um, there's the resistance supply. And then right where they stop you, there's, um, it's an A wing and an X wing. And you can see them. And then it's really cool because while we were waiting for our eight o'clock slot to actually be let in, Chewie comes out and he'll like interact with you. And then he went up and he started like he was working on the X-Wing.
0: Oh, wow. That's cool.
1: Yeah, it was really fun. And it was just like, whoa, like so it's very, very much you're on. You're on Batu, and it's not just like, oh, let me walk up to Chewie and get a photo op. It's Chewie's interacting with you, and Chewie's interacting with the land. And while we were waiting, too, I got to see a glimpse of um, uh, it's just, it's Vi, Vi. Oh, yeah. And- yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so it was really funny because she does really do where she's ducking around and looking o- around at things like she's hiding. Uh, so she kind of came. I, I didn't get to interact with her because we were still being waiting to get let in. But because I was in the front and I got to see her like peeking around from the, the resistance supply, like out into the rest of Batu. like she was sneaking around. It was really cool. <laughs>
0: And so, and this is still all like before you technically walk into Batu, or
1: yeah, okay. yeah, okay. It's, That's yeah, cool. they just,
0: yeah. Because um, you like you can't just like walk. See, what I what I think about is, um, I don't know if you've ever been to Universal Studios. They have the Jurassic Park stuff, and you can walk through the gates of Jurassic Park, and then you're in, uh, you know, the Jurassic Park area. But you feel very much like, oh, I just left like this water ride, and now I'm in Jurassic Park. It's kind of a weird um, like disconnect. You don't really, you're not able to fully immerse yourself in. Cause you're like, this is the same thing, but this feels like you really have that time for your brain to kind of adjust and go like, okay, we're in star Wars now.
1: Yes, kind of. Um, so for me specifically, um, I, I took that opportunity because I was with, um, my, uh, my, my aunt and my cousin who are not as big into star Wars. So, um, I was taking in all the ambiance, but I had given my cousin a job and I was like, um, as soon as they let us in, please, they, they kind of prep you. They let you know, Hey, if you want to go to the cantina, you got follow this guy with his staff. If you want to go here, follow this guy with his staff. And so my goal, um, was to get into the cantina. Um, ca- the cantina has had the longest, uh, typically had the longest wait um, from what I was reading online. And so, and they had changed the system because before you had to wait physically to get in. And by the time we got to go, they had changed the system so that you stand in line, um, you get a ri- um, a wait time. Uh, and then once you're, they send you a text when your time is ready. They send you yeah, the information to your data pad. Um, and you that's when you go back and then they let you into the cantina. So um, she was able to race in go and do that for us. And so I was able to walk into the line slowly. Like most everyone was trying to run to different things. So I because I knew my cousin was doing that, I went in and I was taking photos of me walking into the land. Um, After the resistance supply, you get to, it's like a little auto shop place and there's like a pod racer there. There's different vehicles there and they're all making noise. And um, then you get to the marketplace, uh, which has a bunch of the shops. And then, then you get to the cantina, um, And so it was. There's a lot. There's a lot to take in, and I'm glad I got the opportunity. I know probably others didn't quite get to do that because they're rushing to get to here or they're rushing to get to the ride. Um, So I think having a game plan in place really, and and going with someone who's not who doesn't really care as much about Star Wars (laughs) is kind of nice. because they don't care, so right. she ran. She did that. She wasn't there to like stop and look at everything like I was. Um, so yeah, that definitely was a good. Going in with the game plan was a good idea.
0: <laughs> so then you finally make it to the cantina. It's your time. Tell us about what the cantina is like.
1: Um. So my cousin was one of the first people to get a reservation time. Our wait time to get into the cantina was only 30 minutes. Um, At that point, the wait time for Smuggler's Run was about 30 minutes. So uh, we didn't want to risk it um, because you do have to be back within 15 minutes of your time slot um, to get into the cantina. If you're not, then they don't let you in. Uh, So um, we took some pictures with the Falcon first, um, which is really... I don't really have words to describe how um, that made me feel. Uh, I was very emotional. My aunt got some pictures, uh, got some video of me crying. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I, seeing the Falcon in, in real time is, is like I said, there's no words. <laughs> so yeah. Um, once you get into the cantina, it's pretty amazing. Um There is a bar in L.A. called Scum and Villainy Cantina that's kind of uh, had very similar – well, their whole premise is that they're the cantina from Star Wars. And so I was expecting something like that, but it's just a whole – it's just a whole nother level. Um, You can – most of the seating is standing room. Uh, They tell you – you get forty five minutes, um, but really, but we were told is that if you stand at the bar, they're not going to kick you out. It's usually it's like the tables and the actual seating where there's chairs that they will kick you out after forty five minutes. So if you want to spend more time in the cantina, ask for bar side.
0: Nice, nice. So then, like, is there? aliens and no. stuff walking around in there kind of no. like we would if we walked into Moss Eisley? No. Okay, so it's just kind of... It's more of just a uh, a place for, for yeah, I, visitors. Yeah, I mean so I'm not
1: sure the, the show, if maybe you know. we just went... Uh, if maybe during the earlier hours there is, as far as going in at 8, there wasn't... It was pretty much just uh, the cast members. Um, and then... Uh, DJ DJ Rex. <laughs> he's he's so cute. <laughs>
0: oh yeah, how is that? How he's is so cute. There?
1: He he's playing the music and the music is really <laughs> good. Um i was just jam- jamming to the music and um he bobs his head. He's he's just so cute. Um so that's really nice.
0: So the music is it is the music like like you would get in with the uh you know the cantina music or at jabba's palace or are they playing more of oh uh, no it's definitely music like if uh, orchestra uh
1: imagine like star wars pop like star wars club music is that does that make sense
0: (laughs) yeah i'm kind of envisioning like uh if you remember from Rebels, there's that part where Zeb's, like, sitting, rocking out uh, yeah. to his boombox, and then Ezra comes yeah, over it. That's what I'm kind of it's, envisioning. It's, like, is techno, kind of but yeah, Star Wars. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> I did. So,
1: did I did. I got try the fuzzy any, like, tauntaun, drinks while you which were is there? an alcoholic. Yeah, it's the alcoholic beverage. Um, Uh, It makes your lips tingle and kind of numb, but not in a bad way, in a good way. (laughs) And then I also got a non-alcoholic beverage. I got the Carbon Freeze. That one is really cool because um, they have the little, like, I don't know. I think there's, like, it's called, I think they're boba balls, but they're, like, because of the way, like they have the dry ice and the the way they make it, the it's like constantly moving. They're like spiraling in in your cup, um, and it's really cool. Um, I did not get any of the drinks that come with the ceramic tiki mugs because those were really expensive. Um, the porg one is non alcoholic. That one's thirty two dollars. Um, the other uh, cup
0: Whoa.
1: that had—I think it has the ships on it. Um, that one's an alcoholic beverage. That one was forty-two dollars. Um,
0: yeah, you get—you
1: get, you, and you that's get for, to like, keep it. You get to keep uh, the
0: cup, or that's just for the drink itself.
1: And you don't get a discount okay. if you buy just the cup. They charge you thirty-two dollars or forty-two dollars, whether you buy the drink or not so
0: <laughs> so you how can't. much is the drink without like paying for the cup yeah oh you have okay so you have to get the cu- that, wow. that
1: is that is that's, pretty pretty pricey that's price, tag. Um, price tag for sure we, um, we got I got to keep my coaster and I took my aunt's coaster too so I have two of them uh, those are really cool um, they're just regular like paper coasters but they've they're like a nice memento um one thing we saw where we were sitting we had a guy who was trying to like reach over the bar and grab a stack of coasters and luckily the cm that caught him was really nice and was like hey don't do that if you do that we're gonna have to kick you out um so yeah, don't do that. Um and if you're really nice and ask for an extra coaster, they will give you one, but you gotta be nice about it. Come on. Like don't be don't be like that guy.
0: <laughs> well, apparently there's people who are stealing stuff and taking it and selling it on eBay. I saw one of the uh the Sporks yesterday that's, on eBay for like sixty nine dollars.
1: That's so yeah, that makes me mad because stuff like that ruins Ridiculous, it for huh? everyone because now I was reading that because of that yeah. kind of theft, they're not serving that stuff anymore. Like they're just giving you regular p- plastic forks. Yeah. And like I I said See, just so don't be Ugh. don't be mean about it. it. Like these are people who are working and this this bartender that we had, she was literally non-stop the entire time that's how busy they are in the cantina and so when I was like is it okay if I can get another one she just she just gave it to me like no big deal because I was nice about it
0: <laughs> what an idea if we're yeah. nice we tend to yeah, make things a little bit easier that for guy everybody. risked getting
1: kicked it's out and he didn't even end um, up with any right. coasters so don't be that guy guys <laughs>
0: <laughs> all
1: right um, so you we the got yet, and then where do you head to the next? falcon <laughs> um so it's really awesome because all right, so tell us about that the, um if you're if you're doing the overlapping reservations um you want to wait until the other reservation group has left um because when we got in the res- uh the the ride was about 30 minutes it did jump up to like 45 minutes um But by the time we got out of the cantina, we were there. So it was probably around 9.30. Uh, The wait time was 20 minutes. And that 20 minutes was literally us walking through the, the queue because the queue is really long.
0: So the queue is like you're you're outside the Falcon. To yeah, start with, and right? so In like a, when you go into the queue, uh,
1: you're going through the workshop. Uh, there's different like auto parts. It's this is really cool, like big giant thing. I'm I'm gonna be honest. I'm not sure what it was. Uh, so don't, please don't ask me what it was, but I can show you pictures of it. Um, it was vaguely. It reminded me of a pod racer piece but it was too big i don't know i'm not sure what it was um but like i would you could take pictures that you're you can take pictures of anything so yeah you're going through the queue which is the workshop and at the end of the queue um there's someone there and they put you in groups of six um both times i was um put with another group because it was the three of us the first time uh they didn't have any uh, parties of one, so we went as a team of five. Um, and I don't, I don't think it really affected us too much um, because I did write it a couple, a couple of times. And when I was with a group of five, um, we scored higher than the other times. <laughs> yeah, um, we still did really bad. Don't get me wrong. Oh, but, wow. <laughs> um, this, sc- yeah, our score for that one was the highest. <laughs> and so they give you cards, and then they give you there's two pilots, two gunners, two engineers. The pilots, one of them steers left right, one of them steers up down. Uh, the gunners, you can do automatic or manual, but I they were saying that manual gets you more points. Um, the one time I did gunner. I chose to do automatic. And I think that was really smart because um, you do have to look at the buttons. So um, because I did automatic, I just was pushing. I didn't have to, like, take the time to, like, steer the gun. And so I think I got to experience more of the of the ride. Um, so I wasn't looking at the buttons uh, as often. Um, and then, then there's the engineers, which the engineers have, um, like, they have – I guess the most work they have the most buttons to push and being an engineer, um, how much buttons you push and how fast you push them depends on your pilots. So if your pilots are really bad, then your engineers have to make up for it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, wow. So I, I, cause I've, I've kind of heard mixed reviews of smugglers run overall, how, like, did you feel like it lived up to your expectations? Oh no, it was really fun. Did it kind of take you out? It was of the so. It
1: was really fun. Um, because okay, yeah. so let's back up. Let's backtrack a little bit because, um, when you're in the when you're when they give you your cards, they let you they let you um you're on the Falcon. Um, I'm sorry, I'm still <laughs> new to podcasting. For some reason, when I said on the Falcon, I did hand quotes like you like the. Theme- You can't see me, but (laughs) yes, you're on the Falcon and, um, it's basically like there's a hollow chess table and stuff and you're waiting to get called. You're, you're assigned a color and you're waiting to get called and, uh, you can explore the Falcon. You can take pictures. There's a picture of me and my aunt, my cousin. We're at the hollow chess table. It's really cool. Um, while you're waiting, some of the lights will flash on and off, and the cast members are will be like, "Run, go push the button, but push the button before we fall out of hyperspace, or something like that." You know. So it's really, um, it's really cool. Um, so even just having that experience of being able to be in the Falcon. Was crazy, like I loved it. I think just be having that was worth the experience. And so then they take you in, and um, basically, um, it's like if it's you're looking out the window and you're going into hyperspace and you're going to these planets. And um, both times I got the cr- um, smuggling. We're trying to get coaxium, um, and it was it was really. Really fun. Um, that being said, the best ride I've ever been on at Disneyland or Walt Disney World is still Flight of Passage from Avatar Land. <laughs> 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 yeah. So, um, so it's good, but
0: it's not good. I best just thing really ever. love Flight
1: of Passage, so I don't know if I'm the right person to ask. But I, like I said, I had fun it was really fun i was the pilot and the gunner and either e- either one you're having fun because you're on the falcon and this whole like i know there are people debating about like oh riding with little kids and letting them push whatever you want i mean it's really it tells you which buttons you push they light up um you really it doesn't really matter you know um but again that's just me i have been at disneyland a long time I'm used to the concept of kids getting it's a kids park it's a kids theme park so that's my two cents
0: <laughs> I'm not gonna lie I would be the kid <laughs> pushing all the buttons I'm like what's this one do and push it and all of a sudden we're out of hyperspace uh oh. so what about the uh the hondo animatronic oh my aunt did that, how did that feel because my intriguing. aunt didn't
1: know anything about star wars she thought it was a person we thought it was a legitimate person. She's like, she's like, that was, is really? that a robot? And I was like, yeah. She's like, oh, he's so real. <laughs> um,
0: That's awesome. Because they, they were talking him up a lot and I'm like, okay, but see, cause I have a problem with like, allowing myself to get fully immersed into things. Like even like Halloween, for example, like I don't like wearing costumes cause I just feel like a goof wearing costumes. I don't feel like I'm that person. So that's kind of my, my big, um, uh, I guess apprehension about going to star Wars land is like, okay, am I going to feel like I'm actually there or is it going to be like, Oh, I'm at a theme park.
1: Uh, I think Wars it land. just depends on the person really. Um, I mean I I knew that he was an animatronic but that's because I was following along and I mean I still w- I feel like if I had known not known what it was I w- would have known that it's an animatronic just because I go to Disneyland but he's he's tall he's really he's like life life size um he he doesn't move like a robot does he it's very smooth his um The voice is really good. Um, And there's two points where you see Hondo. The animatronic Hondo is um, what you see first before you reach the end of the queue. And he's basically explaining your mission to you. Um, And then you see Hondo right before you get into the cockpit. That Hondo is not animatronic. There's an actor playing it. Um, But you wouldn't know the difference, I don't think. Um, Yeah. I don't. I. I don't know. I feel like That's I'm cool. such a like such a different person to ask these things because I'm. I know a lot about. I like researched, you know, and I followed when they made the progress of Galaxy's Edge, and the, but also I'm a Disney fan, and I've been to Disneyland. You know, um, definitely better than the animatronics and pirates. Yeah. Um, because the pirates ones, you you know are animatronic and they're kind of creepy. Like you, they're still kind of creepy, and like the thought of yeah, 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 being stuck on like pirates still gives me like the heebie jeebies. Uh, I I feel like I wouldn't I wouldn't be scared of like if I got <laughs> stuck and I had to be standing around animatronic condo. I would actually probably think it's really cool.
0: <laughs> well, I I like that even for for somebody like you mm-hmm. who does know the behind the scenes stuff and kind of how the magic works it seems like you still were really able to be a part of uh the experience while you were there and that's really encouraging for for me because like like i said i have trouble doing that sometimes so just when you're when you're walking around the park then um and you're going to the different like sites and shops and and whatnot what kind um, of things there was were a there lot really of like different
1: um things that i really liked um I like that they had, um, like the diff- different droids everywhere. Um, they had like our best everywhere. Um, there, there was a lot of detail in certain things. Like, I think my favorite thing that I saw, um, and I sent you, uh, sent the group, the pictures was of that, that rock mural that's in Donc um, Doc Ondar's, uh, shop. Um, that was like so cool to me that yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the art, like the style choices that they, they made for that. And um, just see, like, I don't know what it means. I have no idea what it could possibly be, um, but it was just really cool seeing that there's like this really cool statue outside, um, outside when, I think it might be the same store. And I remember you saying it had like a very, um, what was it, Jocasta New vibe? Uh, Yeah, so it was stuff like that And then some of the um, Like if you go into the marketplace They have like different um, Like statues And like artwork pieces And like carvings There was a carving of a Wookiee There was a carving of this creature Um, And I mean everything's blocked off um, And I understand why Um, I think that's probably Something like I get, I understand why the droids are blocked off. I understand why all this stuff uh, is blocked off. And that's because we can't have nice things because people are buttholes. But, um, (laughs) um, so, um, (laughs) um,
0: so, I mean, that's the only thing that
1: sucks is that the stuff is blocked off, but I'm not mad about it because I know how people are. I mean, if they're stealing forks, you know. What's to stop them from stealing or trying to deface these like statues yeah. and stuff that are really nice? Um, so there's a lot of of detail in that stuff, and like the if you go to oh my god I can't remember what's called but there's the Ronto Rat place and how it's a pod racer that's cooking the the food, the meat on the on the t- spit roast that's really cool. Uh, so and the the ambiance like the sounds that you hear are really cool. Um, so yeah, that's, um, that's, that's what I think makes it a little bit um, different than, ev- and then the other lands.
0: Yeah. So were you able to um, make, I did not uh, go, to lightsabers? Did you go to Savi's because I
1: knew that it's a very small shop and I knew that I was not, Um, In a position to pay $200 uh, For a lightsaber At this point in time Uh, So I skipped that altogether Um, I did go into the droid workshop I did not Was not able to make a droid Um, Like I said That one is not as expensive And definitely um, in the future When I have the means I would love to do that Um, But you can go in and I did go in, and we did explore, and it's so cool. They have um, like a conveyor. It's like at the top. It's like all the parts of a droid spinning through the shop, like it's going on a conveyor belt. Or, but not a conveyor belt, but it's like hanging. And then they do have um, they do have a conveyor belt where you can pick pieces off, yeah, and to find pieces to build your droid. Um, and you can build your you can build. Um, I really want to make my own BB-8, but I want a purple one. And you can build a purple BB-8. And my heart was just like, because I, because <laughs> I was so like I was so sad because I wanted to build a purple <laughs> BB-8 and I couldn't. <laughs> um. So that's. So yeah, that is the one thing that really does um, suck about. Part um, two is that you really need money. To enjoy everything, um, we went on. We went to the cantina. We got, you know, a couple of drinks, um, which you expect to when you go into a cantina. There, I mean, alcohol doesn't matter where you are. Doesn't matter what planet you are. Alcohol is not cheap. <laughs> so, the, the, like, if I wanted to go into the cantina and enjoy it, I knew I was going to have yeah. to buy a drink. Um, but a drink, like a twenty dollars drink, is, I guess, more conceivable than like a $200 lightsaber or a hundred dollar droid. And yeah. So once you do the cantina, if you do smugglers run, you can do it more than once in the reservation slots. Um, The, the waits, like I said, um, 20 minutes, because that's literally how long it took us to go through the queue. Um, But other than that, it's literally just shopping. Um, You the marketplace has really cool stuff. You can buy the pets. You can buy, um, like Salacious Crumb. He can sit on your shoulder and laugh. Um, you can buy loth cats, tauntauns. Um so, and then you can buy the clothes. Uh, but yeah, unless you're unless you're willing to shell out the money for the other experiences, there's not much else to do. Um, which I think is why. Um, when I first heard that they were opening it right away and opening it in phases, that I was just like, "No, Disney just wants money," um, and I really feel um, they would have been a, it. It would have been beneficial, especially for um, people who don't have a lot of money, um, to have them wait until the other ride is open. Um, just because there's more to do. I know people are freaking out about, oh, we're only in there for four hours. If you're not going to spend any money, you don't need four hours.
0: Hmm. See, because that's that's part of the reason I wanted to like, or I I do want to wait a while before going is to kind of see like, all right, A, how much am I going to be spending? Because I'm not going until I can build my own lightsaber. So... Uh, you know, that and then like how much time everything takes and I wanted both rides to be open. So it'll be a couple of years probably before I go. Um do you feel like 'cause you had to you had to pay to get in, you had to pay for your drinks. Um do you feel like the ROI on the park was um, was good? I mean, Did you get a good okay. return on, on like, how much money? Saying you spent?
1: all that, that's that doesn't mean I didn't have a great time. That doesn't mean that I did not have a blast going in there cause I did. Um, but I'm a pass holder. Uh, so I didn't have to pay a ticket to get in, um, to the parks. Um, and you know, I was able to make the reservation. Um, I, the only reason I didn't go on opening day was because my aunt and my cousin were blocked out. So I had to pick a day where they we were all like, um, able to go. Um, so yeah, I didn't have to pay to get in. Um, I, like I said, didn't have the, the, the means to do the other experiences, um, but I did get, but being in the cantina, that was worth it. Paying for those drinks was worth it. Being in that ambiance was worth it, um, and being able to explore and look at the different